Hi there, and welcome to Drunk Distry Presents The Dark Ride, a Disney podcast with a drinking game problem. Here we will rate, chat, and joke about all the interesting hist- all the interesting history, unique facts, and all those captivating curiosities surrounding all the rides and attractions in the Disney Parks universe. My name is Ryan Bieber, and I'm here with my co-host Adrian Hamilton. We are two frenzied fans of the mouse, and we started this show because we know that it's not just the losers and weirdos who like this stuff. So we're taking it upon ourselves to normalize adulting Disney files and have a few beverages while we're at it. And now that that's out of the way, let's find out what ride we're going to talk about today. So. Alright, cool. Today we're going to be talking about Walt's first, and don't tell Lillian, only love the Walt Disney World Railroad. (gasps) How dare you. Alright, but first, let me get some drinks going and some facts, and we'll be right back. All right, all aboard, let's go! Hi, Adrian. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm ready to chugga chugga. Oh, you're ready. This episode about the railroad. Chugga chugga down, huh? (laughs) Yeah. All right, so um, as you all know, this is a Disney drinking show, so in order to do the drinking, we need to have a drink to do it with. So. I made something very special for us today, Adrian. Today we will be drinking a couple of Underground Railroads. Ooh. Which is a mixed drink recipe courtesy of Bar Notes on the internet. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, in a cup you're going to mix two ounces of bourbon, uh, uh, three quarters of an ounce of uh, maple syrup, three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice, uh, some bitters, and uh, they tell you to flame an orange peel, but uh, just you just like squeeze some orange in there. You're yeah, good. I mean, I don't know how to do that. It's like when you like twist the orange and then it goes. Oh, it doesn't have to do anything with lighting anything. No, you like light it on fire. Yeah, that sounds like a bad idea. So you shake it, you strain it, you throw it over ice, and uh, and it's pretty. It's pretty good. I'm, yeah, uh, as they say when the train pulls into the gas station, fill her up. Ah, fill her <laughs> up indeed. Yeah. I think that tra- trains go to gas stations? Probably not. No, probably no, not. <laughs> Especially the ones that we're talking about today, because the ones that we're talking today don't run on, well, they run on diesel, kind of, but, like, mostly they're running on some steam. All right, so let's cover the basics. We're going to go over these little fact-finding mission that I, that I went on. Uh, so the ride's name is the Walt Disney World Railroad. It is located in Main Street, USA, and then also in Frontierland and in Fantasyland, slash Storybook Circus, uh, and it circles uh, the whole of the Magic Kingdom right on top of that berm. It was an opening day attraction, opening on October 1st, 1971, and it's currently closed uh, until that light, uh, the Tron light cycle power run gets its act together sometime oh. in 2021. So it's like a pretty long outage. It's been out for like it's over a year long. now, and it's going to stay out for over a year. They moved, like they used to have the welcome show, was like the characters were coming on the train. It was like my favorite thing. I cried every single time. And then they were like, oh, we're going to move that to Main Street. And now they do this like horror, horrible show. They just like hop, the on like a, hop on a car. Like, Come on, guys. Yeah. No, no, there's nothing. They're just in front of the castle. And I was like, why did they do this? And now it makes sense why they did that because they had to close down the road so they can't have the characters come in on the train. Yeah, that's a sad, 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 yeah, sad, sad day. So. Uh, what is this ride? It's a choo-choo. It's a real steam-powered choo-choo. Who doesn't and, love a choo-choo? And didn't Walt, like, love choo-choo? So, 
Adrian, you better get your conductor hat on. I don't want to say choo-choo anymore. <laughs> I'm saying choo-choo a lot. So you better get your conductor hat on because this shit's not really interesting, but there are sure are a lot of facts that I'm about to ear bash you with. Oh, so great. we'll start with the first one. As you just mentioned, Walt Disney built his very first railroad in his backyard. It was called the Carrollwood Pacific, and it was an eighth-scale train. I love seeing pictures of that yeah. little train and him like with his knees he looks like, like a giant it's he's amazing. like a giant I'm like I want and then there's like a bunch of people on it I'm like I want to go on this MF <laughs> absolutely yeah this MF is <laughs> chugging yeah. So uh, it was a custom-built steam-powered locomotive uh, that encircled his property, and he would sit on top of it like a giant and shake his little fists at the world that he had created, like an <laughs> angered yet benevolent god. And that's right from Wikipedia, uh, if you can believe it. Um, but you maybe you can't. They call him an angered and benevolent god? I mean, they do now, after I edited. Oh, it's like, <laughs> gosh, it was a delight, I think, I need to oh, believe. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Uh, so, uh... As some of you that have listened to our dinosaur episode mm. might have uh, might have guessed, sometimes the things that come out of my mouth aren't factual. So I'm not going to tell you where it occurred, but there was a little, uh, uh, you know, like white lie, like misunderstanding. It's a lie. I think it's a drunken mistake. As we do, like when I'm drunk, I love everybody, yeah. and when I'm sober, I yeah. like nobody. Yeah, very few, very <laughs> few. Uh, so. So from time to time, there's going to be uh, a, a drunken mistake or two that comes out of certainly my mouth, most likely oh, both of our mouths. Oh, definitely my mouth as well. So, so, I uh, love Trump. You know, like if, if oh God, <laughs> we're just starting this show. <laughs> Sorry. This Anyways, very, we're not getting political. You're me a whiskey drink. Yeah, this is a strong whiskey drink. Are you insane? You're trying to kill me on this railroad? You're trying to run me over with the railroad? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to tie you to the tracks like Snidely I'm Whiplash. drinking it like it's it's delicious. Everyone should make the recipe. I'm drinking it like it's just like, you know, iced tea. It, it's not. I'm going to put that down. So, um, so yeah, take uh, take what we say with a grain of salt. But, uh, you know, we try to do our best to get some facts at least out to you. And uh, and if you catch something that we said that's wrong, uh, get at us with the, with the, with the, the, you know, the comments. Get on the Insta. Yeah, I'd love to. I would love I'd an love Insta to... story about how full of S-H-I-T we are. Absolutely. Bring it on. That would make my day. That would totally make my day. Yeah. So, uh, delighted with his miniature backyard railroad, Walt decided to share his love of trains with the whole world. And that resulted in the Santa Fe and Disneyland Railroad, which was opened with the park in 1955. But this today is not about that better version of the ride in California. This is about the bare-bones transportation <laughs> of Orlando's original Grand Circle Tour around the Magic Kingdom, pure, unadulterated mass transit. This is the Walt Disney World Railroad. <laughs> there is not a lot of bells and whistles with this choo-choo. So let's go over some like just kind of boring-ish uh, stuff along with the ride. The track is 1.5 miles long, and it takes about 20 minutes to do the Grand Circle Tour. Um, there are four trains that make it up the Walt... It takes 20 minutes? Yeah, it takes 20 minutes from start to finish. If you were to, you know, go throughout all okay. uh, three stops and, you know, wait while but they're filling it up. But that's not as... Or as arduous as I thought. Yeah. Well, they typically have to, like, stop and fill up uh, the water and, and all that and, during some yeah, point of that. And so. on booze and, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, was that me? Sorry. No, this is a perfect time to, to fill <laughs> up on, on, you know, any kind of miscellaneous. Cheers. 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 <laughs> so there are four trains that make up the Walt Disney World Railroad, and all were originally built between 1916 and 1928. So they're like old school, real deal locomotives. They were bought from a train yard in Mexico by 
Disney in 1969. And after being shipped to the United States, they were altered to resemble locomotives that were built in the 1880s, fully restored and, uh, and given a set of passenger cars. And those passenger cars were built from scratch. So each of these four locomotives were like only $8,000 to buy. Oh my god, I can afford one. Yeah, these no. are cheaper than a 10-year-old Honda Civic. And <gasps> I did the research to prove that. <laughs> I didn't even know that... You went on Kelly Blue Book and 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 literally. I KBB'd the shit out of this info. <laughs> That's no, I googled. I googled what can I buy for eight thousand, and they were like a twenty ten a twenty ten Civic sounds good. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get like oh you could buy this train. Yeah, that I mean, would have been cool. That's one thing that's different about this podcast is we do the research. We we get deep we deep dive into that. Sponsor us, Honda. Yeah, I'll yeah. Give me a 2010 Civic. I would Shit. totally take yeah, a 2010 I, Civic. I, I could use a 2010 Civic. And I right want it in now. red, just oh. the most chill, like that's a chill color. No, car. <laughs> that is the most like awful color car. Sorry. All right. So each uh, each of the train uh, the locomotives is named after a different Disney legend, uh, being Walter E. Disney, the Lily Bell, which is named after his wife that I mentioned earlier, Lillian Disney. Uh, Roy O. Disney, which is uh, Walt's brother and uh, at one time CEO of the company, I believe. Oh, yeah, he took over. And uh, and then the only one that's like not from a Disney is the fourth one, which is the Roger E. Brogy, which is named after an Imagineer who designed the Disneyland and the Disney World railroads, and he's considered the first Imagineer. That's nice that they did that then. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to always be the Disney family. Totally. And I think, like, this Brogy dude, you know, the reason he's considered the first Imagineer is that he's the only one that, like, worked with Walt when Walt was just, like, riding this train in his backyard. And Walt was like, oh. I want to build a park. And he was like, great idea. Just keep, right. keep that paycheck Because anybody else that would see a guy riding around on a one eight scale train in his Crazy backyard map. would be like... Let's go to Bellevue and check you in, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. The mouse is talking to you now, huh? Well, okay. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, all right. <laughs> so, uh, it didn't start with the three stops that it currently has. Uh, it They came over time. And the opening day was just the main street, and it would circle all the way around. And then a year later, uh, the Frontierland uh, stop popped up. And then, like, ten years after that, in 88... Uh, a third stop was made, and that was for Mickey's Birthday Land, which is now where the Storybook Circus section of Fantasyland is. Sure. So, do you remember uh, Mickey's Birthday Land? It was like I loved Mickey's Birthday Land. I yeah. loved the little houses. Yeah, the little houses. It was almost like Toontown before Toontown existed. Sure. Right? And then we like never. I think there was like maybe a fire or something. It definitely was a fire. Yeah, because like something caught on fire. Yeah, I think like Toontown like all of a sudden like Mickey's didn't bed exist. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Minnie went in there. <laughs> yeah, Mickey's bed is on fire. <laughs> So uh, on a typical day, the railroad has two trains in operation, and on busy days it has three. So each of the four locomotives uh, is able to uh, have 75 passengers per car for a total of 375 passengers on each train, which gives it an hourly capacity of somewhere around uh, 2,200 per hour on slow days. So like on fast days, it's even more. And it, because of that, it is one of the world's most popular steam-powered railroads, and it carries about 3.7 million passengers every year. Wow. That's a lot of people. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot, lot of people for like, a, for like a junk ride. Yeah. yeah. But this is a ride that... It's not really a ride, right? It's like, this is a transportation vehicle that, <laughs> that most like grandparents love it, little kids love it. You know, it's, it's, got, it's, it's, it's got its audience. Yeah, totally. Um, and like the last little factoid I have is, you know, really for you train nerds out there, for you locomotive heads, 
1999, um, a separately priced tour of the Walt Disney World Railroad named Disney's The Magic Behind Our Steam Trains Tour is available for 54 bucks, and it includes access to the railroad's otherwise restricted roundhouse, which is uh, off of the station, I mean, off of the, the site behind the berm towards, like, behind Fantasyland. Right. In the boneyard. And uh, you get to see where the locomotives are stored and maintained, along with a bunch of more train info that nerds will, you know, fit into our, you know, fit into their own daily lives that we're not going to fit into this podcast. Mm. So, on with the drinking. Mm. Adrian, do you want to um, talk about some of your initial memories and, and your thoughts about this ride? So... I remember maybe going on this once. This was another situation where this was definitely bypassed in my youth. Um, we did not feel the need to go on the railroad. Um, we are monorail people, and we um, will stay that way. <laughs> wow, nose up <laughs> oh, yes. steam. Oh, yes. The uh, traditional is not my bag, baby. I choo-choo-choose the monorail. Oh. Um, so I remember it very, very vaguely, but then I did go on it. A couple of years ago, maybe like two years ago, so I was like, I can just just take a ride on this thing. I remember my feet were hurting, and I was like, I'm just gonna get on it. I'm gonna use it as a mode of transportation. I had like a fast pass for Splash, and I was like, all right, it'll take me right over there. That's that's my show note. Is my feet hurt? Let's take the train for sure. Like that's yeah. it. And it, I remember being like surprised how quickly it went, and that's why when you said it was 20 minutes, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. I remember being like, wow, I'm here already. Like I just was thinking it would be like a little bit more. Um, slower and like not slower, but a little bit more like um, it felt like it would be longer. Um, but the one thing that I didn't like was that the Frontierland, like, and like the egg when you got off the train over there, like that used to be like a smoking area, yeah, and it always smelled like horrible. It's my favorite place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, de- we're definitely on different sides of the yeah. of the smoking fence here. But I remember being like, this is not magical well, at I've been all. A, I've been a smoker at, at different times in my life. And sometimes you need a little wooded area. Yeah. Yeah. But it just isn't very magical. Yeah, it was probably more magical um, eating edibles on the train, which is how I oh, chose really? to take my last train ride. Interesting. Yeah. It was in California. It was legal. It was fine. Okay. Yeah. Then you're fine. Yeah. Don't 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 contact don't, us, don't, new Bob. Yeah. Don't don't get at <laughs> me, Chapik. Um. All right. So I'm ready to play a game. Are you ready to play a game? I'm always ready to play a game. Let's play drink that ride. Drink that ride. Um. Do you want to explain what the game is first, and sh- then we'll start? I sure do. So. Um. The way that this game works is that we rank the games in a series of categories, uh, and we have to drink the difference. So if the category is out of five and you give it a three, then you're drinking two sips, seconds, whatever you want to do. You should play right along with us. Uh, you know, get your own beverage of choice. I recommend an Underground Railroad. However, <laughs> whatever your your fancy is works. Yeah. You know, whether it be a you an know, overground railroad, yeah, an overground railroad, or an like overgrown a, railroad. Oh, there's two different ones? Overground, overgrown. Yeah, it's a railroad that hasn't been used in a very long time. Oh, that should be this one. (laughs) It hasn't been used in a very long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. now now a couple years. So, okay. Uh, Are ready to play? Back to what we're doing. We're ready to play. Drink that ride! Boom! (laughs) We got five categories. Uh, They are... 
queue, which is worth five points, length of ride, which is worth five points, the thrill level of that ride, also five points, and then we get uh, the immersion category, which is a little funky, that includes the sights, sounds, and the ride vehicle, that's ten points, and then finally we have the fun level. Mm. The fun level is worth 25 points, it's that, it's that, uh, that mega category that can really turn things on its head. I wonder if it will for the train ride, Adrian. Oh, I'm thinking there's going to be a huge upset in this category. I think it's going to be big. Uh, the fun level means that, it, if you're playing at home, that if you walk off of this ride and you were like, I had a good time. We go to Disney, we spend a lot of money, they're selling fun. Did they Sell deliver? that fun. Sell that Drink fun. that ride. Drink that ride. I'm so excited. Let's go. All right, cool. So, our first category is the queue. Q, Q, Q. Choo, choo, choo. All right. So. Sorry. No, no, I'm no. I'm saying choo-choo yeah. a lot. Choo-choo. You, you're the one who was like, I'm not saying choo-choo anymore. It's addicting. It's a great. <laughs> it's addicting. It's a, it's great, a great word. It's a great word. Yeah. I choo-choo-choose the queue. Yeah. Okay. Uh, mostly this is a non-starter because uh, <laughs> if this thing has any sort of a line, you're going to skip the ride. Uh, and if the waiting area is empty but the train just left the station, you're going to skip the ride. So you kind of have to hit the ride, the, the train perfect. Like You have to like almost see the train coming into the station as you happen to be walking like nearby. And then you'll get on it because it's easier than walking. But you're not going to wait for this sucker. That said, the Main Street Station part of the queue, right? So, like, where, you know, that first station that sits on top of the berm at the entrance is something that's, like, real special to me. Okay. Um, I think that it is, when anybody thinks about, like, what Disney World is, they think, or Disneyland, they think the castle and then the second thought they think of is, like, that grand entrance. Like, sure. Like, you walk through those, the gates, mm -hmm. you know, you get your... You go through the turnstile, and then you have the berm with the train in front of it, and then the sign with these cool, the cool Victorian-style roofs above it. Sure. It is magical. Sure. Totes agree. Yeah. So, um, Main Street Station, amazing. Every other one of those stations is absolute dog shit. So, you know, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> like, like Fantasyland or Frontierland, they're totally non-memorable. They're, they're crap. Yeah, I don't think that they're crap. I mean, they fit into their scene. Fine. They fit the, into their the scene. The Frontier Land one changes to fit into its scene. The 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 thought was there of, like, this can't look like Tomorrowland. It's got to look like Frontierland. Yeah, but, like, so do the benches. We're not rating them a five. Well, I would rate the garbage cans a five. I do love them garbage cans. Yeah. Them critter cans are nice. I don't... I don't... Interestingly enough, I think that this queue is a little bit better than you're saying it is because I think it's such a beautiful view. It's the Main Street one is that feel of that Victorian era. It just fits right in. The view is amazing, especially like if you're getting off the train at that last stop and you're, you know, you walk out and you have the perfect view down Main Street to the castle. It is um, such a well-constructed vista. For sure. Yeah, and we have to be it's, it's conscious of the fact that if there was a very immersive queue for this... What, what could it possibly be? Like, what could they have... What do you think they could have done better to get this a higher point? I, I mean, don't like, know. Like, if I was, like, walking through uh, a train yard and there was conductors smoking pipes and, like, talking talking trash about, like, 
I don't know, their wives, because it's like the 1920s, oh. and like they're just like, oh, oh. Betty won't blow me anymore. Like I oh. think that like, that would make for a very uh, immersive and entertaining cue. That's not where my mind was going. <laughs> um, I was thinking, you know, like maybe there's some like conductor and like there's a woman and she's running for the train waving and there's a man that's like standing out and he's like, I'll miss you, my dear, not my wife won't blow me. Like a little bit more like romantic to fit in with the night. Maybe both of these things are part of the same queue because this is the, the you know, the life what of... What would the height requirement be on this ride if the queue was this type of a scene that you're talking about? It would be like... No height can't requirement. Go, it'd be an age requirement. You cannot go on the ride until yeah. you're 21. Yeah, you can you can go on the ride up until you'll ask your parents. So it's it's, it's <laughs> zero to five. Oh, and, then, and then from... Uh, I don't know, what time do they talk about blowing? Nine? From nine oh. on. <laughs> this so, is not my life. <laughs> you six, seven, and eight-year-olds are out of luck. <laughs> yeah, you should out of luck. Okay, so what are you giving the cue, Rye? Uh, that's a two from me. Okay, the cue for me is a two, um, two. is a also a two. Oh, all right. <laughs> I can't give it a three. See, all right, we're on the same page. We're just I there for different reasons. I think you're giving it a one. Oh, you don't know me. I don't know you, man. <laughs> All right, the length of the ride. Um, so, you know, I said it earlier, this thing's 20 minutes long, which is a lot of bang for the buck. Uh, and we didn't drink, dude. Oh, We have to drink. We got Three drink drinks. Sorry. I apologize. Drinking game. I apologize to uh, uh, to our listeners. Three, three sips. <sighs> Taste the rainbow. That's good. Yeah, that's it good. is good. That's good rainbow right there. For sure. Okay, so uh, as I was saying, the length of the ride, 20 minutes long, but you can get off at the other stations. Yeah. So I kind of think that it's sort of the perfect length because it's whatever the length that you want it to be. If you want to take a nice long break, 20 minute long, you know, siesta with like uh, some, you know, mildly racist, anim- not even animatronics, just uh, figurines TPs in the forest. And, yeah. You know, it's there for you. Sure. Yeah. So 20 minutes isn't bad. It's not good. It's not bad. I, I don't think that it fails on the length of this traction. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going four on it. I'm going to go three. Okay. Uh, so I'm drinking two. You are drinking one. Quick sip. Mm-hmm. Agent, are you ready to have some drinking? Oh, yes, I am. All right, our next category... <laughs> our next category... <laughs> Is the thrill level. Oh, wow. Well, there were some scary parts of this ride, particularly when I see the back of Pecos Bills, and I noticed that the tiling was the exact same as my parents' tiling in their uh, Naples, uh, Florida. Uh, oh, sorry about that. Playing the train. Choo-choo. <laughs> uh, in their Naples, Florida house. Um, that was a little terrifying. And also, there's just, like, a lot of shrubbery that isn't well manicured. That was terrifying. Uh, there's an underpass of a bridge. That was terrifying. See, like somebody could live under that. That is the perfect place for my one of my animatronics to live. Like what? Like just some like like hobo Bill. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like bridge troll. Yeah, yeah. He's like you shall not pass. Well, I was thinking more like you know he's he's got the hobo stick with the bag on the back, and he's like uh, I don't know trying to you know do things for money. He's I like, was thinking he's it's like, the oh. one from the labyrinth that the, the, we're like. Oh no no! I think he's, I was thinking he's the guy from like uh, from like Christopher Lloyd from Dennis the Menace. Oh, okay. You remember? Also uh, in Robin Hood Men in Tights, 
when <laughs> the guy is like says you have to pay the toll and like literally the creek is just like drying up as he's saying it. It's basically just a puddle by the end of it. Yes. Great movie. Love you, Mel Brooks. <laughs> you guess on the pod. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know if Mel's still talking. <laughs> I mean, he's talking to somebody. He's talking to himself. <laughs> I also love you, Mel. <laughs> I thank, mean, don't thanks. insult Mel Brooks. We thanks. want him on the pod. He's going to tell us some, like, secrets about... About, about, about Carrie Elways. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, yeah, I just want to know, like, is he really wonderful? Okay, so, uh, yeah, like, you don't, you don't wear a sa- uh, safety belt. You know, you can do... Uh, you can sit on this ride. You can stand on this ride. Well, you're not supposed to stand on it, but you could. Uh, you know, you can eat edibles on this ride. I proved it. Did we it? Did. Yeah. We didn't talk about what our mugs look like. Oh, yeah, let's talk about our mugs. Oh, so I'm drinking out of this adorable honeypot mug. It's like, it's a little tan mug with like some like honeypot and like a little bee. It's a little Winnie the Pooh mug. It's adorbs. You also have an adorable mug. Yeah, this is adorable. This is, uh, this is Chip, the Chip mug from Beauty and the Beast. And he's got a little chip and his little topper. And he's like looking up at you while you're drinking. and And he's like disappointed in me. Um, yeah. Just like my mom. <laughs> and he's got little eyebrows that, like, say, say, do you really need that? That kind of looks like, like, anyone that knows Ryan, like, he does this, like, sort of face. It's kind of like that, but it's more like judging. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, a less judging me. Less, yeah, you're, like, a less judging chip. Yeah. You're a chip on the uh, on the shoulder. A chip off the so, old What does mug. it mean? You have a chip on your shoulder? You're, you're, I have a chip on my shoulder, Ryan. Yes. Okay. Mug's done. Thanks. So, uh, so Adrian, how many uh, how many points are you giving the thrill level of this? I'm sucker? gonna give this a one. I'm going zero. There's no zero. What do you mean no zero? No zero? No, <laughs> one to five. All right, one then. Well, we've talked about this in the past. I've been like, if I can give it a zero, I'll give it a zero. I, I don't listen to things that we say. <laughs> just just one of the hosts, ladies and gentlemen. Just one of the hosts. All right, we so are drinking four drinks of this. Okay, you talk while I drink, and then I talk while you drink, because we can't okay, let I'll sit talk. here. For, um, for a right. second. I'll go first. Okay. Um, so this ride is a disaster. <laughs> no, it's 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 a cute ride. Let's go on to immersion. I like I like when they like do the choo choo. Like the mm. boop boop. I like seeing the steam. Yeah, the steam is great. It's real steam. They like fill it up. I like knowing that it's like close and personal to Walt's heart. Like he loved trains and there's a train there. Totally. It's like some childhood boy's, like, dream really did come true. Yeah, I mean, seriously, like, these parks that we are way too infatuated with, like, really would not exist without these these dumb-dumb steam locomotives. For sure, yeah. Um, so, you know what that, What I really love about it is that, uh, is that the train goes through Splash Mountain. Right. Um, so it goes through this, like, kind of, you know, like a dark tunnel, and then that dark tunnel all of a sudden has a glass wall to it, and you're looking over one of the, the final scenes of, uh, of Splash, where it's got all of the dancing chickens, and I love them dancing chickens and geese yeah, on, the, on the ferry boat. I, I, I totally forgot about that until I wrote it recently, that you see inside of Splash Mountain, and, yeah. like, the zippy, that's zippy a good thing. all day. Uh, and so when... Um, when they were building that, uh, the train actually ran backwards. Oh, really? Yeah, so they called it... I'm going to get my notes out. They called it the Backtrack Express, or Goofy's Backtrack Express. And instead of pulling into the Main Street Station and moving forward, 
the trains would instead proceed backwards to the Duckburg station. What is that? In Fantasyland. It must have been what it was called during, like, Mickey's Starland, I guess, which is what happened, like, after Mickey's Birthday Land and before the new Fantasyland storybook circus, it was Mickey's Starland okay. because money. Money, okay. Yeah. So, I don't remember but that. But I wish that it was always the Duckburg station. But I looked it up and, like, they were like, oh, it's Fantasyland Station. Like, no, like, change that shit. Put, like, a Scrooge McDuck, uh, you know, money. Uh, uh, money vaults or yeah. something like like I I, want, I mean we need a Scrooge McDuck attraction. I want some more Ducktales up in the parks for sure. I just think like everybody remembers their whole life. Um, the um, you know Scrooge McDuck jumping into the coins and like and not so, breaking his neck <laughs> and, and just like give it to us in some capacity. Totally, like, totally. You know. Anyway, love it. Um. You know, as we said before, as the as the train comes out of Frontier Station, it goes through a a, a really long area of a wilderness, and it really feels like you're in the middle of nowhere back there. Um, and uh, it kind of gives you an idea that like there's actually maybe like quite a bit of uh, property back there that they can, you know, do stuff in in the future, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty cool. And while you're going back there, uh, every once in a while you'll see some mildly racist props like wigwams, uh, and you know, again with large swaths of Florida swamp that you get to look at. It's not really. There's manicured. a lot of wetlands. Yeah. Is is that what it is? It's just swamplands. Yeah, it's just swamp. There's probably an alligator in there. Yeah. I mean, that would make the ride more exciting. Yeah, totally. Just put a little hat on them. That's a good animatronic. Why aren't there animatronic alligators? Because the crew would probably be like, "Uh, is this guy real or fake?" Okay. <laughs> probably a little dangerous. Trying to plus this baby. Okay, so on uh, on a scale of Ten points immersion. for immersion. I'm gonna give it a. A four. Okay, that's that's a kind of. I'm right in the middle there too. I'm actually I'm gonna give it a six, uh, okay. just because these are like these really are old trains that they brought back to life, and sure. they really are steam trains, and I think that's pretty cool. And there's a real conductor. And they have, like, real signals that they're using. Like, uh, if you're there and you hear whistles that sound, like, different, it's because, it's like, those whistles mean something to the other conductors that are along the track. Yeah. So, like, if they, like, blow, like, two short whistles and one long whistle, it means, like, ah, oh, my train jumped the track. Like, don't okay. don't come here. You know, put it on pause. Things like that. So. Those wetlands and, like, seeing all that shrubbery really takes me out of it. Seeing the back of Pecos Bills really takes me out of it. There's, like, a lot of things where I'm just, like, this could be better. There should be some money thrown at it. To- I totally agree with you. I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, I've, I've ridden the Disneyland version, and it is, like, a very enjoyable experience. It's, right. like, chock full of animatronics, and, and, you know, some of them are still mildly racist, but they're really fun. <laughs> um, and and then you go through a, a, a long tunnel that brings you through the Grand Canyon and uh, prehistor- the prehistoric world, and it's awesome. Yeah. Um, and I really wish that that the Florida version would do something like that, and maybe we'll get it. You know, they're they're doing uh, a whole area that for the Tron uh, power power cycle light tour of Endor. I don't yeah. know what it's called, but uh, there's going to be a big tunnel there, and it's possible that they're going to do something fun in that tunnel. Maybe even like just like a light show or something. Sure. It's something to bring it up to the next level. I hope it's not just a dark tunnel that you're going through. I agree. Yeah. So, so at the end of these technical rounds, 
Um, I have a score of 10 points out of 25, and you have a score of 13 points out of 25. Okay, okay. So we're coming in a little under half. A little under half with the big old fun coming up. Yeah. <laughs> no one said anything. <laughs> big old fun. Um, so fun is a relative term. Um, by relative, I mean some... some okay. I have in my in my notes that I wrote down fun <laughs> with a question mark. Yeah, with a question mark. It's it's not that sort of ride. That is a that is yeah. the that should be on the Yelp review. Yeah, yeah. Of this ride, it's like, like <laughs> it's not that sort of ride. It's such a a mode of transportation. Like it's different. The People Mover is a ride because it doesn't go anywhere but back to where it began. This is stopping at multiple points, so it's. It's technically a mode of transportation, a well-themed mode of transportation. Yes. And if you take it that way... Uh, it changes what you think of it. Well, Like, you'd think a, if it was more fun than, like, you know, taking a New York City bus, obviously. It, yeah, 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 yeah. It's more fun than getting yelled at by homeless people. Yeah, man. there's... Uh, is there any music on this ride at all? There's narration. Um, the narrator kind of tells you what's coming up in the land that you're about to go on, mm -hmm. and then speaks a little bit about, like, you know, uh, Walt trapped all these Indians back here. Uh, sorry, Native Americans. We're not allowed to call them that anymore. They literally say that? No. Oh, I was going to say, then, then it gets a 25. <laughs> That's uh, phenomenal. <laughs> uh, it would be, be a lot better if they did. But they don't. Um, so I'm going to give this ride on the fun level a 7. A 7 out of 25. I think that's respectable. I'm going to give it an 8. All right. Give it a little bit higher, and then we will tell. So, why don't we talk while I'm telling the scores? Is this a um, is this a must do for you? Well, Adrian, <laughs> if my feet are tired, right, and I happen to be coming off of a splash, because there's there's very little reason for me to be in Storybook Circus. I'm not a pedophile, right, and I don't have any children. <laughs> so. If I happen to be coming off of Splash, and I see the train entering the station, and my feet are tired, and I need to get to Main Street, then it is a must-do. For any other circumstance, uh, no. Yeah, it's it's not a must-do. Um, it's it's a it's a must necessity, right? Like it's a it's a like my feet are tired. Exactly what you said. Yeah. So, out of a possible score, well, what, yeah. let's let's first tell everybody. So, we have a an overall ranking system going on for all of the rides right. and attractions that we're looking at, and during the dark ride. And uh, right now, I think our top dog is the Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror, which is at forty eight point um, five. And Scored our bottom, well, we did not get to drink a lot during that one. No, that was a very sober episode, and I'm not happy about it. Um, the next, the but the lowest one. Oh wait, shit. What? We didn't drink. Oh, oh my god, we were trying to avoid it. We're trying to avoid I would just finish a, my a very serious drink. We have to you, drink finish, you finish? I'll finish the statement. You drink while I'm, I'm, I'm drinking a, a total of... Um, you're uh, drinking a total of um, thir 25 minus 13, which is... No, no. Um, 25 minus 7. 25 minus 7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll see you all after 18. Yeah, it'll take... So the lowest in the current lowest um, ranked ride is the Enchanted Tiki Room at 22 points. So we've got a, a swing of 22 to 48.5 points. And drum roll, please. Let's see. Do you do you think that we have? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're about to feel the same pain that I'm under. 
Maybe Whoa. you want to announce it while I'm Okay. Do you, so, we might have a new... Um, a we new have a new low record, 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 record. <laughs> so, the Walt Disney World Railroad is coming in at a combined total of 19. 19 points. 19. I wonder who Woo. is going to lose to you. That is not good. It's all right, you little sleeper. It's a sleeper ride. You know, they're all, they're all good in their own respects, but some right. of them are much better than others, and this one is not one of those. Right, it isn't, but adorable nonetheless. All right, so, Adrian, how drunk are you on a scale of, uh, what scale are we going to do today? What scale? A Disney scale? We're going to do a Disney scale. All right. Let me see. What <laughs> scale pretty drunk, so. Let's say a scale of Pluto to Stitch. We'll stick with the dog or somewhat maybe dog category. Well, in this scale, I am a bird, and that bird is Scuttle. Because at this point, I feel like I would call a pipe a snarfblat. That's how drunk I am from this <laughs> stupid ride. And I would try to play it like a trumpet. I like it. I like it. Uh, I'd say that I, at this point, I'm Baymaxed. Mm. I'm about to go nonverbal on this motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Cheers, Ryan. Cheers to you. Yeah. To the railroad. To the railroad. Well, we are toasted on this one. <laughs> whiskey. I had a truck. How many sips of whiskey? Jesus. The Dark Ride is presented by Whiskey <laughs> and Drunk Distry and is available every Wednesday on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are available. The show is free, but you can always pay us by simply liking and subscribing, giving a five-star rating and review, or telling a fellow Disney Parks-loving friend to listen. If you would like to give us money, we will gladly accept it, and, the show, and show donations can be made via our anchor site, uh, anchor.fm, using Stripe, Hit us up at drunkdistry at gmail.com for comments and hate mail. <laughs> also, please follow us on Instagram for lots of great Disney Parks content at drunkdistry. That's D-R-U-N-K-D-I-S-T-O-R-Y. Thanks for joining us, and remember, always keep your kingdom cool.